Uh, Auckland modeler Dion O'Neill is with us uh, from the Auckland University. Uh, not too comfortable with this so-called roadmap towards fuel restrictions. Dion, good morning. Good morning. Too soon, too far? Um, well, there's a, I guess it's a mixture of things that got presented in this new roadmap. So there's the immediate change that happens uh, midnight tonight with the the um, step to being able to people being able to meet in these groups of ten, and so the concerning part about that is that's happening at a point where we still do have ongoing community spread, and so no matter how good the public health effort and the targeted intervention is around trying to ring fence that ongoing outbreak, if there is anything that gets past that ring fence and that gets past those contact traces or where someone hasn't been self-isolating when they need to or didn't get a test fast enough and infected someone, and it makes it out into the wider community. This change definitely increases the risk that that's, that um, community spread can go much further, much quicker. And then there's the, the steps two and three of the, the roadmap, and those are somewhat more difficult to evaluate because we don't know exactly what the criteria will be for moving into those, those higher-risk areas or the higher-risk um, steps. And I think the signal was quite clear that they're a way off yet. I mean, that won't be next week. That'll be maybe uh, end of the month, beginning of next month, that sort of thing. What about the household? The Prime Minister stressed outdoors. These ten-at-a-time gatherings must be outdoors. Will that make any difference? Yeah, absolutely. So meeting outdoors where there's really good ventilation, that makes some difference. The same as having both people wearing a mask makes a difference. The same as having had two doses of a vaccine and waited some time for your body to have an immune response. I mean, that has some difference. But all these things, they're relative reductions. They're saying you get a this much percent reduction in the risk of infection if you're exposed. And so then what they're not doing is completely removing that risk. And so it's a little bit like each time you go and have an interaction with someone, if, they might, if this person might be infectious, you're going up to that person and you're essentially playing Russian roulette. And so the meeting outdoors, that's taking some of those bullets out of the gun. It's making it less likely that a bad outcome happens, but it's not making it impossible that a bad outcome happens. Would you have voted for this, Dion, if you'd been at the Cabinet table yesterday? Um, and I think I would have said, look, this is, this is too soon, or it's, we don't want to be doing something that's going to increase and potentially speed up any community transmission at a point where we've got... Um, we've still got an elevated risk of getting wider spread while this current outbreak is going on. What's your feeling about the state of the current outbreak then? And so the, it looks from everything we see, it looks like the public health officials are doing absolutely amazing work. You've got this um, situation where the, where the current spread is going through a difficult community. It's people who possibly haven't had great access to healthcare in the past, who've had low trust with officials and with government. And the public health officials are still managing to get in there. And the fact that we're not seeing this um, outbreak take off further, that numbers are we're seeing sort of suppression-like behaviour as opposed to growth, that's positive. But things do, they, they sit on a knife edge. And so we really want to see if there's any chance at all that we can push things down to elimination. That's much preferable than trying to do something where we're continually actively trying to, mm. to ring fence an ongoing outbreak. Like Victoria, New South Wales, continually chasing something that's getting away from us. Going back to that text message that uh, I read at the beginning, you know, those that have axed can still spread the virus. I'm sick of hearing it's less risk. Any comment on that? 
less risk? And so, so it is less risk. Absolutely, the science is very clear on that. It's about a, it's probably about a seventy percent reduction in risk of infection for someone who is fully vaccinated and had time for that immune response. But seventy percent reduction isn't a hundred percent. So, yep, sure. And yes, people who do get a breakthrough infection, people who are vaccinated but subsequently become infected, they can still spread the virus. It's again, there's a risk in the chance that they do that. So, if you're vaccinated and you were unlucky enough to be infected then it may be, maybe it's half those people will go on to spread the virus compared with if they weren't vaccinated. So absolutely, and if people are choosing to not get vaccinated, they are choosing to increase their risk of being infected if they're exposed. And if they become infectious themselves, they're choosing to increase their risk of transmitting on to other people. So yeah, sure, it's, it hasn't completely removed that risk, but has definitely pushed things in the right direction. Thanks very much indeed. Appreciate your time this morning, Deanna Neal, one of the modellers at Auckland University following the COVID outbreak as it continues.